Hello, and welcome to The Three Parts of Night. This is a three-part podcast on the novel Night by Ellie Weasel. And my name is Savannah Chase, and I'll be hosting this. So, we're just going to get right into it. Um, the main character, um, Ellie Weasel, the narrator and author of this book, is 15 at the time. His full name is Eliza. And he is the only son to a family of six. He lives with his parents and his three sisters. Hilda, the oldest, be the second oldest right above him. And then his youngest sister, Zipporah. They all live together in Siget, Hungary, which is Hungarian Transylvania. As a 15-year-old boy, he's a teenager and obviously has some sort of responsibilities, especially as the only boy. He prefers to study religious and cultural practices and history, but his family needs him to help run a shop that his father owns to keep the family in business and up and running. He doesn't like this much, but he still complies because... It helps out his family, and that's how they get by. But there's someone in their town named Moishi, and they've nicknamed him Moishi the Beetle. He is a religious man, and he studies the the Kabbalah, and soon Ellie approaches him and asks him and convinces him to teach him about the Kabbalah and other cultural practices that Jewish people may consider mysticism. He's a foreign Jew and that causes some problems later in the book. Around this time it's 1942, he's 15 years old and going through some stuff with his family trying to just keep them together with the shop. And he's currently studying with Moishi. Unexpectedly, the German Nazis during World War II um, intrude upon their little town and Hungary in its whole. And in just a few days, Hungary and Siget, their town, is taken over completely and being restricted by the Nazis. The Nazis tend to make their lives quite bad, deporting all of foreign Jews. As I said, Moishi is a foreign Jew and has to be deported. So he's taken in a cattle car. So he, along with the other foreign Jews who are currently residing in Hungary, are all shoved into a cattle car and taken off to somewhere where unknowingly they will, or are all planned to be killed and murdered. Moishi finds a way to escape because he is shot and injured and they mistake him for dead. So he's let out with all the dead bodies. So he is able to escape and comes back to Saget trying to warn everyone. And he just tries to warn everybody, but they don't seem to take it very well. 
And because they are so positive and optimistic people, they tend to just ignore him or take pity on him as foolish. As the Gestapo close in even more, they make their lives even worse as Jews and just citizens of a country that's been taken over is that they make undue rules and regulations that the Jews need to live by. They condense the area of living and make those living conditions even worse than they were, which is now really, really bad. And just overall treating the citizens poorly and death threats against minor incidences. Soon, even the citizens, all the Jews who are legally there as citizens, are divided into separate groups to go to Auschwitz, and they're taken there in cattle cars as well. They're all clueless, quite frankly, and are optimistic and keep thinking that everything's going to be all right, but obviously it's a concentration camp, Auschwitz, so it's not going to be, or shouldn't be. Many are driven insane or are just devastated at the separation of their families, or the fact or just things that have been said that are possible things that could have happened to their family members who they've been separated from. Ellie and everyone else obviously faces challenges, but the ones that I see Ellie facing quite harshly is the fact that he doesn't know what's going on exactly. He's just as clueless as everyone else, trying to be optimistic, but he realizes something's wrong. These are bad things happening, bad people, and you can tell that he has a feeling that they're going to bad places. He can't control or escape his fate because of his family, because he's a minor and his parents are mostly making choices for him. So he has to deal with all of this and kind of just be a bystander in the whole situation, which is not helping him at all. Now, for this next part, we're going to have a, an interview with Moishi, our foreign Jew who taught Ellie. And for today, that's about all, people. So, for next week, when the second part to this comes out, my main focuses will be on just the second part. A few questions I have to ask myself and the book that we'll hopefully find out next week is does anyone as they go through Auschwitz begin to believe what Moishi said in the beginning about all the horrible things happening to the people who are being taken in the cattle cars and does Ellie get any more freedom now that they are in Auschwitz not necessarily freedom because they're in a concentration camp that's highly controlled but more the fact does his father at all let go of Ellie and let him decide how he wants to spend this time. 
if he wants to obey or if he wants to rebel. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next week in the second part. Hello, my name is Savannah Chase, and welcome back to the Three Parts of Night podcast, the second episode. This episode, we will be covering the second part of the novel, The Three Parts of Night, and we'll start off by summarizing the events. When Eliza and the others arrive from their town to the Auschwitz camp, they see small children and babies being taken to the crematorium. This makes them worry quite a bit, but they still haven't lost hope. All of, the, all of them approaching start the Kaddish prayer for the dead and themselves because though they haven't completely lost hope, they know that many of them will die and they are starting to. When they are forced to run naked from Barak to Barak for individual objects, they start to feel that they are losing their humanity and becoming husks or just laborers with no possible real meaning of life. Each prisoner is assigned a number and becomes property of the Nazis. Eliza takes note and becomes A7713. Time blends together quickly and days become weeks. Eliza quickly became accustomed to his routine and found himself bored though he was working all day. Their blockatees was changed to a ferocious one, and his aides were veritable by monsters. As Elijah says, the good days are over. Elijah sees all religious action and realizes that it has no place for him anymore. In his life, there's just not enough time or reason for it. His group was moved to Buna, to peaceful, with fewer inmates, a kind camp head, compassion towards all, all 10- and 12-year-olds, and they all got new clothes. Even though children received compassion, it was because of a heavy flow of homosexuality. Eliza fails to be a good commando or orchestra, and the work is electrical. Not hard, but it's pretty simple. His else was a German Jew, Alphonse. An alert sent through the camp alerts all of them. All inmates stay on their cell blocks with two cauldrons of soap in the middle of the camp. When American claims were bombing the Buna factory. Reich's Führer Hilmer stole during the air raid and was sentenced to the gallows in front of the whole camp as an example. 